Hey everybody, I'm Kurt. I'm Jake. And I'm Haley. And welcome to the Podcaster's Tavern, where the only wrong way to drink is to not drink at all. Bingo. Bingo. Or not drink it bingo. Or not, No, 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 I think you're supposed to drink it bingo. I know, that's the wrong way to drink. Is to drink it bingo? To not drink it. Oh, I see. I see. Come yeah. on. Sorry. You've never been to bingo halls, have you? No, actually, I haven't. Well, they I have haven't a, either. They have a bingo hall here. My mm-hmm. dad used to have yeah, one. MLK. That's really cool. And he he won like a few times, and they were like pissed. They were like, you're rigging this. <laughs> and he's like, no, I promise. That's incredible. Just give me a yeah. random card. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, I hate to cut that story short, but the reason for this episode is that we don't have a whole lot of time. So when you find yourself short of time, you have to make it a quick sip. So we sip quickly. So we're sipping. Well, we were going to sip leisurely until we realized we ran out of time. Then we're just going to chin them. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And tonight we're having, for our quick sip, a little Kentucky straight bourbon known as Woodford Reserve. Yeah. yeah. One of my favorites. Oh, it's it's excellent. Uh, this, is, this is fantastic stuff. So we've actually done it a little bit differently. So Jake and I still have a little bit of whiskey so that we can have some neat and test it out and see how we like it. And, which we already know we do. Uh, Haley has her classic whiskey sour. Whiskey sour uh, with a little bit of maple syrup. But this time, Jake and I are actually adding our own twist because not too far from now, we get into the old fashioned Fortnite. So, as a little precursor, Jake and I have ourselves a couple of old fashions as well, made with mm-hmm. Woodford Reserve. Yeah. And you said Fortnite, like the video game? Uh, yeah, so you're supposed to have an uh, old-fashioned and play Fortnite. <laughs> mm. Count me out. Well, you take your Crayola Battle Royale game and get the fuck out of my tablet. Yeah, I don't, I've played it once, and I'm not good at it at I all. played it one time, and I've never played it again. Yeah. Played I, it once, flew into the thing, didn't know what I was doing, never played died. it again. Yeah, Deleted the no game. Yeah, no appeal for me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we did, uh, yeah I did very I, I like Battle Royale games for the most part, but Fortnite just really misses a mark for me. It's yeah. way too colorful and cartoony. I really don't like it. I don't like that either. Yeah. But no, I don't mean the video game, Jake. I mean the like the two-week period. Uh, In the medieval times. Yeah, w- right. what the English actually still use. Oh, they still use that. Yeah, yeah. they still they use still it. Yeah. Fortnite. Yeah, Fortnite. yeah, I mean, they'll, they'll talk about a, a football or a rugby match in a Fortnite. Yeah, they yep. still In two weeks. Wow. Love it. Yep. And for those of you who don't remember the quick sip I did last summer or just don't know anything about it at all, it's the first two weeks of June which has been trademarked by basically the entire Louisville, Kentucky area. So So the first two weeks of June. Mm -hmm. So the first through the 14th. And ending on your flag Flag day. Day. Which is his birthday. (laughs) Also. So I feel like they really set that up for me because I get two weeks straight of old fashions and just. Yeah, that's actually a really cool uh, happenstance. That's pretty. Yeah, I think it's pretty. Well, it's funny because your birthday is on the Ides of March. Yes. And then your birthday is during the old-fashioned fortnight. So so you get, you know, Ides of March as well as you get close enough to St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, yeah. you get St. Patrick's Day. And then uh, I get uh, old-fashioned fortnight and Flag Day. And then Haley, Haley kind of gets two days in her. So she gets Star Wars Day on May the 4th. That's also the day in 1969 whenever they came out with the regulations for bourbon. Oh. Okay. So, and also, well, Cinco, also de Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> That's what I thought you were talking about. Oh yeah, you, well, you get that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, you get that a day after. But I was just—I thought it was cool that she gets both of those on her birthday. Oh yeah, that is neat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that that was a thing. I didn't either. What? The 1969 thing that you said. Oh yeah, no, it's. <laughs> I don't know. To me, that would that would that should categorize as uh, National Bourbon Day, but I don't know if it is or not. I just thought it's kind of cool. 
Yeah, that is neat, though. I didn't even know that. So, Good unfortunately, we don't you. have a whole lot of time to vamp on birthdays because we got to cheers. Because I'm thirsty. Yeah. All right. Let's cheers it. Nice. Not too bad. Not too bad. Ah, mm. oh, that's good. It is good. I do have to. I got to toot my own horn. Uh, Bart Ender hates whenever I get behind the bar, but I had to make him my way. Uh, yeah. What do you mean? So usually the 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 old fashions are made with mixing a little sugar with a little bit of distilled water, and then adding a couple of shots of whiskey and some orange bitters, and then garnish with the cherry and an orange peel. Um. It's a stirred beverage, but what I like to do is take two shots of whiskey, put it in a shaker with ice, squirt in yourself a little simple syrup, take some of the Maris, uh, the Marasca syrup from the Maraschino cherries, nice. take like a teaspoon, <laughs> and, uh, and put some of that in the shaker with some bitters as well, and then you shake it up. And that's, I call it my, what, what do I call it? Kurt's Old Fashioned. Kurt's Old Fashioned, Kurt's Red Velvet Old Fashioned. I haven't come up with yeah. a specific name for it, but that's the way I do it because I it, it amalgamizes all of the things in there and it comes out with this nice velvety texture and a lovely deep red coloration to it. I love I think, that. Yeah, I think that that's, I mean, whenever you first started making it, we did call it the Red Velvet Old yeah, Fashioned. The red so velvet. I think that's what we'll go with for this one. I'm gonna call it Kurt's in fashion. Yeah. Oh wow. I like nah. the, the we'll, red velvet. We'll call it Me red too. velvet. I, I like that. The red velvet. The crushed velvet. I don't know. And then I like to garnish with a couple of maraschino cherries. Crushed velvet would be cool because you have to muddle. See, oh, that's the only thing we're missing. So we muddle some maraschino cherries in there, yeah, then, shake, and then it. shake it. Then we'll call it the crushed velvet. Okay, we'll try that. Cool. And actually, and if you don't do the modeling, then it is a red velvet. Then it's a then red it's velvet. A red velvet. Yeah. So you yeah. get one or the other. A crushed velvet or a red. We velvet. just came up with two drinks right here. Yeah. Wow. In the tavern. Look Smart boys. Beautiful. I'm drunk. Pick <laughs> <laughs> one drink. That's okay. I've been here for a little while. I've had uh, another, uh, one before and a beer. I'm not surprised. <laughs> what are you saying? You pregame before our podcast. <laughs> I pregame before life. <laughs> <laughs> it's all one game to you. Isn't it? yeah. It's all one big game. How do you guys like this uh, old fashioned then with the Woodford Reserve? I'm actually really, really digging it. Do you normally make it with Woodford, or do you make it with a different bourbon? Your red velvet. My red velvet. I honestly, I think I usually use. I either use Scotch or I use Irish whiskey. Yeah. How do you like it? With honestly, the I really make it with anything. It depends on which whiskey I have on hand, but I think Scotch is my favorite mm-hmm. because it's just got a extra boldness to it. Peaty. Yeah, a little bit of the peatiness comes through, and uh, to me, it's it's the kind of the aggression soothed with the. The sweetness. But since we're highlighting Woodford Reserve. Oh, I think this is excellent. Woodford is it's actually one of the stronger bourbons. I think it's 45, 42 and a half percent. I think it's 45 and a half. Yeah, because it's 90, 90 point. Yeah. Wow. 90 proof. Well, actually, I've never had Woodford in any sort of mixed drink. Actually, slightly false. At this wedding venue I work at, that's the only time I ever drink Woodford Reserve because the owner drinks it. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, Jacob, make yourself a drink. <laughs> and so I, I was like, so the first time I ever worked, I just made what he was drinking, which yeah. was uh, Woodford uh, Neat. Nice. Yeah. And then uh, then I started to jazz it up a bit. Suck up. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's like, yeah, there are, I mean, it's free drinks. And I, I don't know. I just was, I was kind of loving the idea of drinking Woodford for free also. Nah, yeah. I'm just, I'm yeah. just picking yeah. on you. I would do the same thing. Yeah. Make yourself a drink. Oh shit, you're drinking Michelob. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> No, but I started doing um, cranberry with lemon juice. Nice. Yeah. 
on Woodford. And it's it's the only time I ever drink this drink, but Okay. That's like a that tradition. Sounds good. Yeah, it's really good. I have to I've you, I've gotta mention this. It's funny that you say that. Because on their website let me see. On Woodford Reserve on website. On Woodford Reserve's website, they have what's called the Woodford Spire, which is one and a half ounces of whiskey. Two ounces of lemonade and an ounce of cranberry juice. Wow, cool. that's so close. To it's it. so close. Yeah. That was weird that you mentioned that because I was like, "Damn, that sounds like a good drink." Yeah, wow. It does sound really. I good. always thought I was kind of disrespecting the bourbon by making that, mm-hmm. um, but I like the taste of it. Um, yeah, you'll always get the purists out there. I'm, I'm pretty sure I was out. I was one of them that was out there before. You still uh, are. I'm well to a I'm, degree. I'm a snob when it comes mainly to some of the quality, but. Mm-hmm. I, I still maintain the only wrong way to drink is to not drink at all. Oh, uh, yeah. So, I mean, if, if you like if you like to mix your bourbons, great. If you don't like to mix your bourbons because you feel it's disrespectful, that's also great. I just don't think harsh anybody's, marsh anyone's mellow just for the way they like to drink. Well, yeah, and yeah. As Except a, for Michelob. As the don't bar- drink it. Yeah, and as a bartender, I didn't like drinking a neat drink. Mm-hmm. It just didn't look that, I don't know, just wasn't right to me. Doesn't look classy. Yeah, it doesn't look like professional. You know, right. whereas if I'm just drinking like a cranberry, what seems to be just a cranberry drink, yeah. right. it's, it's a little bit more, oh, this guy's getting drunk behind the bar. Or mm-hmm. he's just having a cranberry juice behind the bar. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's what he's thinking. Yeah. Easy, yeah. easy to hide it. Yeah. 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 No, I feel that. I don't think I've had an old fashioned unless the, the bartender has made it in a, incorrectly that doesn't go well with any bourbon, Irish whiskey, scotch, what have you. Mm-hmm. The only one I haven't tried yet is Japanese whiskey. Yeah, we have. No, no, I haven't had an old-fashioned. Old old fashion. Yeah, in an old-fashioned. Actually, no, I have. Because uh, P.F. Chang's. Oh, yeah. And I loved it. They so, yeah, nice... I have not met an old-fashioned with a specific whiskey that I don't like. Well, I am enjoying my whiskey sour, even though it's not made with Irish whiskey. Mm-hmm. I don't normally go for bourbon whenever I'm... If I'm drinking whiskey, I don't usually go for bourbon. But I will say, just recently this past weekend, we went out for Mother's Day to the Double Nickel. Shout out to all the moms. And my mom got a whiskey sour with Woodford. Mm. I got a whiskey sour with Jameson. And so they put, they placed them in front of us, but they swapped them. And as soon as I took a drink, I was like, this is not <laughs> Irish not whiskey. Jameson. This is Woodford. I do not want that. But I think it's just the way that they made it. At the at double nickel, it's mm-hmm. not my favorite whiskey sour, mm. even with Jameson. Because they in didn't it. put simple syrup in it. Well, no, because they didn't use maple syrup. They don't use maple or maple. Syrup. I, that's what she, I, that's she's what a, I said. Yeah, she's that's what I, said. I that's have exactly had good. I have had really good whiskey sours around town, but the double nickel is not my favorite. But I told my mom, I was like, I do not like that. I do not like that whiskey sour. I don't like the Woodford in it. But this one that I have in front of me made the way that I like it with the maple syrup and everything. It tastes much better. Good. So I think it might just be made made with love by Bart Ender. Yeah, mm. it might just be like how you make a whiskey sour in general, but this is much much better. It, I like this a lot. It really does depend, you know, not to distract further from the point of Woodford, but mm-hmm. with the whiskey sours, I feel like it's really easy to use too much lemon, and I feel like that's what goes wrong in most whiskey sours that I don't like. Is yeah, too it's much just, lemon. It tastes just like lemonade. I don't even get any of the whiskey in mm-hmm. there. So that, that's where my issue comes in. But if you're used to the maple syrup, absolutely not having maple syrup in your whiskey sour yeah. is really going to throw that off. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, um, and we also have another cup next to ours. Yeah. So what is this about, Kurt? Uh, so Bart Ender, uh, as well as making us a cocktail, he also fingered us a little whiskey over here. He did? He did. Just a finger. 
I asked him just to give us a little bit of neat on the side so that way we could uh, have a little tasting and talk a little bit about it. I'm glad you did that because in these episodes, I like to kind of just taste the product. That And that's the point of the quick sips. Yeah. Sometimes you don't have a whole lot of time to make a cocktail, so you just drink what you got and eat. Yeah, that's pretty neat. <laughs> it is. Um, I, I feel like, oh man, I should have got a water so that we could rinse my palate. Try mine? No, I'll try yours. It's a double. Oh, <laughs> uh, that that is that's three fingers at least, yeah. my man. That's more than a double. Well, I'm friends with Bart. That's it. That's yeah. it. He likes you. So we're gonna go ahead and uh, ah, beautiful little cheers. We got ourselves some whiskey neat. Mm. Mm. Jake, I'm gonna let you take the first sip, and I'm gonna let you know this nifty fact that Woodford Reserve Distillery is actually a national historic landmark now. I don't know if now, but at some point it was. And they first started distilling back in 1812. Mm, that's a good overture. Mm-hmm. 1812 overture. Yeah, it is beautiful. Go ahead. Sorry. No, no. That, <laughs> that was it. I, I honestly, I don't know a whole lot about the distillery itself. Uh, they've got some really nifty tour options um, that I'd love to try out sometime. So I figured I'd say some of those. But we're also going to feature Woodford in another future full episode. And I figured I'd save some of the information from that. Cool. But they've got a pretty standard tour that's 70 minutes long, which is, I think, about it's 20 minutes, 10, 15 minutes longer than most normal tours, uh, sitting at about an hour 10. And that's $32 a person. You get a nice tour of the distillery, and you get to end with a little tasting. They've also got, if you don't have a lot of time, they've got a 30-minute tasting that'll run you 25 a person. And then amongst a few other options this one sticks out to me i always love these big packages because you get the vip master distiller tour experience now mind you you get a full tour and you get some time with one of the master distillers for two hours five hundred dollars a person wow but it's an entire experience for two whole hours and then they've got another one where I think you go, you get a pretty in-depth tour for like 125 a person stuff. It's just they've got a few different options, but I love seeing the the tour options, especially whenever you get the the in-depth 500 dollars stuff. McAllen had a tour where you got a whole dining experience, and it cost like 250 pounds or 300 pounds or something like that. Which like, is how many American cool. dollars? Like, it would have been like 400. Like real yeah. money. Real 400 real money. Monopoly money. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's a lot, though, but it's worth it, I think. If we if you have dinner, yeah, and that's the thing that, because they were going through some of their wines. Apparently, McAllen has 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 some uh, wine brands, and they were going to show you how to pair it with foods. And I'm like, that's amazing. Yeah, that would be. Great. But no, thank you. <laughs> right. Because at that point, or if it's five hundred dollars and you're going to on a master tour, mm-hmm. you need to be able to pour your own bottle, just as you did, Kurt, and take oh, it home take it home with you. With you. Yeah, stamp yeah. it. That's actually part of the five hundred dollars. You get a you get a limited edition bottle. That's really at cool. the oh. end of it. Sorry, I forgot to mention that Sign part. I, I had that noted, and then I, I just kind of skipped on past it. Yeah, I mentioned the five hundred dollars, so I figured I would mention the two distillers uh, that you could hang out with for five hundred dollars. One is Chris Morris, whose bourbon career started back in nineteen seventy six, mm. and he has been the master distiller at Woodford since two thousand three, all the way to the current year. And he's actually trained up Elizabeth McCall, who had been a few different things. She'd been working in a few different departments. Uh, She's got some degrees. But the really nifty thing is back in 2018, she became the assistant master distiller under uh, Chris Morris. 
And only just this past February was she promoted to master distiller. Oh, that's so cool. So she's actually, as far as I can tell, she seems to be kind of the, the mastermind behind a lot of these standard, or not standard, but a lot of the recipes with Chris Morris adding his own, uh, his own advice as they go along. So I think yeah. that's really cool. I love I love that seeing some cool. success stories. And Man. I'm really jealous because all of these people, I don't know how you know about this long enough ago to get degrees and be prepared and become master distillers, but I hate you. Maybe in your next <laughs> life. Next life, I'm going to be a master distiller. Yeah. But I mean, you could still do it. Maybe not a master. No, but that's the thing. I think you have to go to college because go back to college. You got to get like some degrees that probably help you and then just get ingrained in the. But yeah, there's probably some specifications that you have to yeah one of her specifications is that she is a certified specialist of spirits mm. which is a, a a legitimate thing an accredited uh certificate through uh, i don't remember what it was but devry yeah, yeah devry <laughs> yeah uh university of phoenix <laughs> uh, online uti only. or what do they call it <laughs> yeah, uti yeah. no you'll get a uti yeah, you'll get a uti if you <laughs> drink the, this by the end time. of it uh, yeah. But yeah, I just they, there's some certifications out there you could do and some schooling and stuff. So, um, what we're gonna do now is I'm gonna have you guys kind of. S- I know you've tasted it already, but I want you to focus on smelling it. Yeah. And see what do you smell? You can kind of pick out different things, and I'll let you know what the nose of the the Woodford is supposed to be. Go and ahead, this is the, um, I believe this is just. The Kentucky straight bourbon, yes, whiskey. This is the yeah. This is this is the the. I, I hate to use the word standard or basic yeah. because it seems underwhelming, but yeah, it's the it's the yeah nothing special r- normal recipe. added to this yeah. recipe. Spicy. This is definitely some spice in there. Yeah. yeah. All right, your turn, Kurt. So, I okay. Your turn's over. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I had nothing. It's kind of hard, but the f- um, honey. And nuts. There's definitely okay. a nuttiness to yeah. it. And I know why. Anything else? Wood. They've definitely Fruits. got some Furred. fruit. <laughs> Wood furred. You knew where I was going with that. I know. <laughs> I know you. <laughs> so Kurt said fruit. Yeah, there's wow. a there's a bit of a fruitiness on the on the air. Okay. One last sniff. You both can tell me and then I'll let you know what it is what it's supposed to be. Rubbing alcohol. Yes. <laughs> I honestly can't tell anything else. It's 90.4 proof. 90.4, yeah. There you go. 90.4. So, yeah. so that's what I was smelling. Yeah. So Which comes out to 45.2% ABV. Which is half. Half of that. Yeah. yeah the proof, the, the ABV is half. So the nose for this is heavy with rich dried fruit. Yeah. Hints of mint. Ooh, mint. I, I could when you say it, I could pick mm-hmm. that out. Mm-hmm. Oranges covered with a dusting of cocoa. Mm-hmm. Okay, that that sounds a little too complex for my nose, but faint vanilla and mm. tobacco spice. Yeah. Spice, so tobacco. you did a couple, both of you caught a couple of those. So now, um, take take a good sip of it, and let me know kind of what you think you can point out. Light dusting of cocoa. <laughs> No, but but like <laughs> cocoa that would be sprinkled over an orange. Mm, okay. Yeah. Uh, mint. There's a little mintiness to it. No, that's the nose. <laughs> I was gonna say I, I can't pick up any mint from the taste. No, I just no. I was I thought it'd be funny if we just regurgitated everything. The back. taste. The taste is similar, but it mm. has a couple of different elements to it. Some some deeper elements to it. As with most whiskeys, I feel like 
vanilla is easy to pick out. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I sip if I sip any whiskey, I don't even have to taste it. I can say, mm, there's a little bit of vanilla in there. It's like, yeah, obviously. Just like there would be in any cake. Whiskey is cake. So do you want me to just tell you what the taste is? Hmm. Mm. I do. Yeah, we, we could we could speed things up because we don't have that kind of time. So while I say this, take another drink. Yeah, um, I like that. So you can kind of get it in your brain. Yeah. So the taste is rich, chewy, rounded and smooth Mm -hmm. with complex citrus, Mm -hmm. cinnamon, Cinnamon and cocoa, cocoa, toffee, caramel, chocolate, and spice notes. Mm. The cinnamon, the cinnamon makes sense whenever you say it. Coffee? Toffee, 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 Toffee. caramel, and chocolate Mm. and spice. All of those things in a coffee taste amazing as well. Amazing, yeah. So basically, if you know how to make a good cup of coffee, you know how to make a good cup of whiskey. Lovely. Maybe. The uh, finish is silky smooth, almost creamy at first, with a long, warm, satisfying tail. Yeah. It definitely definitely hangs out in in a pleasant way, not a weird aftertaste or anything. And it's it's not thick. It just kind of trails off. Yeah. It's it's. I could see the creaminess they're talking about because there's a little bit of a thickness, more so than a lot of other whiskeys. and some whiskeys just feel thin, like Jack Daniels. That just feels thin, and, you know, not in a bad way, but just the the texture is is thin. And this this is a little thicker, almost kind of like a not quite like Hyde Irish whiskey, but partially there. And that's that is a good drink. This is a lighter whiskey um, as well. It's a honey colored whiskey too, um, more so than other bourbon. That's why I said honey earlier. Yeah. That's from the yeah. just because you were looking at yeah. <laughs> Know, sometimes, sometimes you taste something it just makes you go, God dram. That's yes. good. God dram. God dram. It's not a bad idea to start saying God dram. Mm-hmm. It's better than saying the real word. It yeah. is, because you're not supposed to say it. No, you're not. That's good. Yeah. It's so good, yeah. I do. I, I've so never good. had a problem with, with Woodford, and especially their double-oaked uh, whiskey is real nice. Real is it really? Nice. Oh, yeah. It's good. Well, honestly, anything you, any, you, you do anything double-oaked, it's... Double oaked. Double oaked. What is that? Hold on. I don't want to butcher this, so I'm definitely going to pull it up so that way I can make sure I say it correctly. Cause yeah. <clears throat> they age it in two different barrels. Ah. <laughs> I'm assuming oak barrel. Yes, because, <laughs> because, mind you, it can only be classified as bourbon if it's aged in oak barrels. Mm-hmm. Is there a time? There's a timeline for that. As Minimum well? of two years. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. And I actually I found out because we had talked. I think in the last quick sip about mm-hmm. what can, uh, what categorizes as straight bourbon mm-hmm. or Kentucky straight bourbon. Uh, Kentucky straight bourbon follows all of the regulations, um, and, and they've got some strict uh, regulations as far as even the additives. You know, you know nothing to to alter the color or you know. Not too much caramel or anything like that at the end of it. And so straight bourbon is actually following every single one of the categories to be listed as a bourbon. If you miss some of those, you can be categorized as a straight whiskey. And then basically a few less regulations, you become just whiskey. stuff, Something something along those lines. But yeah, straight, straight bourbon follows every single regulation. Woodford has become, I mean, over the years that I've been working at this wedding venue... Become one one of my favorite like American whiskeys. Yeah, it's it's, a, it's good quality whiskey. Very good quality bourbon. Damn good. And 
not ironic that we're doing it at this time, but not too long before this episode, uh, they were doing the Kentucky Derby, and yeah. Woodford Reserve is the nat- is the official spirit of the Kentucky Derby. Oh, I didn't know that. They call it the Kentucky Burby. Yeah. No, do they? <laughs> I made kidding. that joke. You better credit me. I was going to say, me. that's so funny. I love that. But they don't. No, but they, they don't. No. They don't. That we was do. that was my stupid joke, and she stole Kirby. it. <laughs> I'm so glad. I'm so glad it's you busted funny, that. Out, Sounds like a Haley joke. It, it does sound like a Haley joke. I I'm, actually said it, and then he said it, and then he said he said it. Yeah, whatever. Stealer. Whatever. <laughs> Quite nice. Quite, Quite nice. Yeah, nice. yeah. One Very of my favorites. Good. Absolutely. I always love a good opportunity to drink a whiskey sour. So yeah, love it. I really love an opportunity to drink a good whiskey neat. Mm-hmm. I love I love my cocktails. I love my old fashioned, and I you know, but uh, I love a good whiskey neat, Scotch neat, whiskey bourbon, Irish, Japanese, all of it, all at once, all at once, all in the same glass. Yeah, <laughs> I just something about the the feeling of a whiskey room temperature. You're just hanging out, and you just you get that first smell, sends chills down my spine. Mm. And then you you just let it roll over your tongue, and it's just, just having a good time, you know. Next thing you know, you're passed out. Yeah. yeah. Next thing you know, you're you waking wait, you up wait. the next day, realizing you're late for that thing that you were the supposed next to be at. Day. Yeah. Uh, anyways, <laughs> let's close this off, and then we can continue this. <laughs> Unfortunately, guys, uh, this has been a lovely time and a lovely sip of whiskey, but we're gonna have to uh, gonna have to get out of here. So. Yep. Old I gotta, clock on the wall is I gotta be us. up early tomorrow. Yeah. Looks like boxing. I got another date <laughs> yeah. in, in the morning. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Breakfast. Look, Jake, if you don't want to hang out with me, you just you can just say so. But just don't forget to tab out first. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I mean, that's what you always tell us. You guys, thanks for hanging out with us. Hope you've enjoyed a quick sip with us. And uh, don't forget, Old Fashioned Fortnite's coming up. And we're going to do another quick sip with the Old Fashioned Fortnite in mind, specifically. Yes. Yeah, yes. this is just to gear up. And then All we're right. going to, yeah. So and we'll see you guys here shortly. Join our face group. Yeah. Our Facebook group. Yeah, don't forget to tab out. Yeah, thank you for listening. Cheers. You bastard. <laughs> you. I'm going to pour my drink on you just for the sake of you having a drink on you. <laughs> You've been hanging out at the Podcaster's Tavern. We're open every Saturday on all major podcasting platforms. Pull up a chair at podcasterstavern.com where you'll find previous episodes, recipes, and other cool features. And leave us a message if you have any drink recommendations or just want to say hello. Thanks for listening and don't forget to tab out. They open the bag and they pull out the toiletry bag and then they pull out the real fuel and they're like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> they're like, I'm like, oh, that's my drum pad. I'm like, I'm a drummer and uh, I just wanted to practice and... You're like, oh, okay. We had we were we were back there trying to figure out what this thing could have been. You know, it's like an octagon. <laughs> That's all they're concerned yeah. about. It's just, to, well, what do you yeah. think it is? You want to put money on it? Yeah. What do you think it is? All right, I'm gonna check this boy's bag. We're about yeah. to find out. Oh so they put it all God. back in there and they're like, have a good flight. <laughs> <laughs> you were this close. And I told my brother that, and he's like, you ought to fly with decoys more often.